episode seven. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Zebra Lounge podcast. And I'm, we, I'm Marty. I'm, I'm Stripes. This is, wait, no, I'm not, I'm not Marty. You're Marty. Yeah, but here we are in a very special location. Where are we right now, Stripes? We are sitting on top of our roof in the very extremely hot African sun. Yeah, African sun, lockdown is still on. Wuhan coronavirus still in effect. Our neighbor's generator is buzzing in the background. You may be able to hear that. You might not. Uh, we are without power right now. There's yeah. no power. That's pretty much par for the course, at least once a week here in Nairobi. Last night, power was off. Mm-hmm. Did you sleep well? Uh, no fan, so mosquitoes were attacking me. Yeah, no fan last night. Uh, Mama Marina was keeping me awake by zapping mosquitoes with the tennis racket. I was underneath a mosquito net which I keep for those moments when the power does go off at night. And she has chosen to be without a net. We do have two nets, but she's chosen not to have one. It's her own uh, prerogative. Chacun son goût is what we say in French, which means to each her own. Chacun son goût. All right, so today... Today's episode is coming to you from the roof. How did we get up here on the roof? We climbed up a uh, somewhat unstable wooden ladder. I don't know if you found yourself comfortable on top of that. It was kind of wobbly. It, it kind of had a lot of flex. It bounced a lot. It was a bouncy homemade job. That's how we do things here in Kenya. We make our own ladders. We don't buy them from the store. And so I would say, how many feet do you think that ladder was? I think it'd be maybe two and a half of you. So 12 18 plus, Yeah, 18 feet. Yeah. 18 feet. Ladder. We just we just crawled up an 18-foot ladder. We dragged up some safari chairs, and just so you can visualize, we are actually sitting on the roof of our house. And the reason why we did that is because today we're going to be talking about leaning ladders. Yeah. So and we got a ladder even up in the, in the in the uh, podcast studio behind us. It's a it's a little six-foot ladder that we used to get onto the second level of the house. And I'm sure um, you all know what a ladder is, and you probably have some ladders in your house as well. They're hopefully more stable than ours. But um, today's topic is indeed about leaning ladders. And you may be wondering, like, how does that relate to anything? How does that connect to anything? Well, we're going to give you an analogy that we hope you remember. And yeah, and, and it doesn't really matter how it relates to anything, because right now everything relates to everything during the Wuhan coronavirus lockdown. Whatever this time, whatever this season is in our lives, Stripes, it doesn't really make sense for most people. Mm-hmm. And so we hope that this will help people make sense of this time. Yeah. That's what we hope. That's what we hope. We never know, though. It's all dependent on how our listeners hear it. So, talking about the ladders, and um, I just want to give you, be able to visualize what we're going to be talking about today. And for us, our ladder was kind of wobbly when we came up. And like I said, I hope you have some more stable ladders. But ladders to us today in this podcast are going to represent maybe the way you get to success or um, the path. Success. How do you how do you podcast finger air quotes? Success. Yeah. How do you in, in air quotes? Sec. Maybe you just say it differently. Success. Success. They can't even see you doing that. So it's. It's not going to help, I don't know. Success, I guess you could say quote, unquote. 
But yeah, um, the latter represents possibly success, or even we could say life in general, because you get older, you um, kind of scale up in the, in the years of life. And then the, and the wall, yeah, the, the, the ladder's leaning up against, that represents purpose, aim, the end, mm -hmm. the bigger picture yeah. of what life is about. And so your ladder, you choose to put your ladder just like we chose to put the ladder up against our house to get up to the roof. Um, we chose where to put our ladder and, and people do choose to put up ladders and crawl up ladders, climb up ladders. And there's a quote from a guy who I have read. His name is Thomas Merton. He was a monk. And he said this, and I want you to listen to this carefully, Stripes, and folks who are listening, listen carefully. People may spend their whole lives climbing the ladder of success only to find, once they reach the top, that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. That's Thomas Merton, wrote that in the seven-story mountain, 2011-ish, plus or minus. People may spend their whole lives, that's the entirety of their life, climbing the ladder of success only to discover, only to find, once they reach the top, that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. Now, um... I think the wall, maybe if we could come up with some other things it could represent, because I know you said it could represent, um, like... The goal yeah, of life, and the life. aim, the purpose. Do you think it could also represent, like, other people who are helping you get to that certain point? They're kind of like your, uh, foundation that you lean up against as well, because you're all helping each other eventually get to the top. What do you think about that? Did the wall represent people? Can I go biblical on you? Go for it. A person. So the wall could be a person. I would say the wall represents wherever you find strength, or purpose, or identity, or direction. So in that sense, it could be a person. But okay. as we unpack this discussion today, with the folks listening, that'll probably become more clear. And I want to say this, Stripes, no matter who you are, no matter what age and stage you are at, no matter what you do, you are climbing a ladder in some direction, and that ladder is leaning up against some wall. That's a little bit metaphysical. We're using ladder in the figurative sense, not the literal sense. Mm -hmm. So, what would you say is a ladder that people in grade 10 are climbing? Can you give our listeners an example that they can grab a hold of rather than us talking at the 30,000 foot level, abstract, philosophical level? Let's bring her down to earth. Let's start talking ground level here, like concrete example. One particular specific example of a ladder that people you know, not you, we're not talking about stripes. Okay. We're talking about stripes. We're talking about people that stripes knows. Okay. I would say one of the ladders that um, people my age might climb, um, because right now people my age are more focused on school. That's probably the biggest thing that we have to get over right now. And so I think um, the ladder we're climbing is to have success in school. 
and be able to maintain um, high grades because that to us is a way to properly climb that ladder into the future of having a good job, being able to support a family and um, living life without fear of not being able to support anyone financially. So I think the ladder of school and uh, getting high marks is the ladder that kids my age may climb right now. Okay, so school education, put it in that container? Yes. Put it on that ladder. And how would you say people who are climbing that ladder are doing overall? Would you say that you can see the people who are high achievers who are climbing the ladder quick, quicker than others? People maybe who can skip a couple of rungs? People who have a ladder that's maybe really well polished? Uh, people who have a ladder that's a little bit longer than others, so they're going to go a little higher than others? Yeah. How, how, do, you, how do you determine the quality of someone's climb on that ladder? Well, I think the best way to do that is to look at um, their lifestyle and maybe, I think you definitely have to get to know them because without really knowing someone's ladder, I don't know if that really fits or not, but without knowing someone, you can't really... We're talking about the education ladder. Yeah. yeah. So, so, according to you, how do you know how well either you're doing or your friends are doing on that ladder? Well, you could take what I think the answer you're looking for is and just look at the grade book. Okay, so that's one measurement. But I think what I was trying to say is that looking at who the person actually is, because I recently saw this quote from Bill Gates that said, um, I failed, I, I, I can't quote quote this because I don't know if it's exact, but I, I read We this. don't have powers, so we don't have internet, so we can't check. Yeah. But, on our phones. Um, Not that we have our phones when we're doing the podcast, no, but we never do. even if we did, we can't do it right now because there's no power, no internet. Yeah, so this is... This just, is Africa. This is just a rough a rough um, thing that I can remember him saying is that he didn't exactly succeed in all of his classes. He may have failed a few exams. And then his buddy did. He got high marks. He went far. And so now his friend was a um, coder worker in Microsoft, and guess what? He's the owner. So he came up with the idea. So I think that um, success can't just be looked at by looking at the gradebook. So I think you have to know a person and see, like, just, I don't think your grades define you, is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so Bill Gates, you mentioned him. Yeah. Did he finish, as far as you know, his studies. He was a Harvard student. I don't know if you knew that. I knew that about him. He went to Harvard. Yeah. Did he finish? I don't think he did. Did he? I can't. I, I couldn't tell you. I'm sorry. question maybe that the podcast listeners could Google. And again, we can't even check. We can't so check. We, we don't know. But our listeners, once they're listening to this episode, can do that kind of checking. Mm-hmm. So in terms of education, uh, he did achieve, got into Harvard, but I'm not sure that he finished. Yeah. I'm not sure that he finished. But any other things you can think of that determine how well someone is climbing up their chosen ladder? Because um, we have a lot of tools available to us yeah. to help us become better ladder climbers. I mean, you can go online and, and how to become a better student, how to learn more about math or chemistry or biology, yeah. how, how to 
get tutored in that. And so you can find lots of tools to help you become a better ladder climber. Maybe how determined they are to climb their ladder. How disciplined they are? Yeah. Like t taking it step by step, maybe even if some things don't go as planned or as well as they wanted them to, they just they continue climbing rather than stopping and taking a break. And I think um, people around them, like who they surround themselves with, that could be a big one for people my age, depending on whether you want to be um, fitting in with the, the big crowd or going with the flow, or if you want to do things differently. I think that will affect the way you climb your ladder. And yeah, that's some of the big ones I would say would affect people in my age group. So some people are so focused, laser focused, on climbing their ladder that they take no note of where their ladder is leading them or what wall their ladder is actually leaning against. Mm -hmm. Right? They're so the word might be used uh, narrow in their fixation. Their blinders are on. They're not looking to the left or the right. They're just looking up to the next rung and trying to get up that ladder so that they can get to the top. And it's only when someone gets to the top, and when we say the top, sometimes people get to the top quicker than others, that sometimes they realize then, at that point, that their ladder's leaning up against the wrong wall. Now, what does that mean according to you, Stripes? That when someone gets to the top of their ladder, whatever length that ladder is, like let's put the length at, say, high school or finishing university okay. or getting married or having a family. Um, not all ladders are bad ladders, right? Yeah. We're not, we're not criticizing ladders. I think we all agree we need to climb ladders in life. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, what's the alternative to climbing a ladder? Sitting on your butt, doing nothing. Yeah. So we're not saying don't climb ladders. We're saying, are you aware of what ladder you're climbing? So yeah, you get to the top and you realize that you've climbed to the top of the ladder and you're leaning up against the wrong wall. Some people don't realize that. Thomas Merton's quote again says, people spend their whole lives. So some people don't realize that until the very end of their ladder the very end of their ladder which could be the end of their life yeah so yeah could you repeat your question according to you yeah. I was asking um, how do how do people come to that realization that they're leaning up against mm -hmm. the wrong wall because like I said we have lots of uh, classes tools courses uh, online tutorials on how to become better at ladder climbing what we don't have what we rarely have is a class to make sense of the ladder that we're climbing and what it's leaning against. We don't have a lot of people that are asking that yeah. question. Like, what wall am I leaning my ladder against? Not a lot of people are offering that kind of information. We're trying to explore that question today yeah. in our in our podcast. You know, are we are we leaning against the right wall? I think maybe the once you get to the top to answer your question. Um, when do people realize that they're leaning against the wrong wall? I would say maybe when they realize, or maybe when they come to uh, understand that, like, what's the purpose of me climbing this ladder? Because I think if you're so laser focused on getting up the ladder and you don't even stop to think, okay, why am I even climbing the ladder in the first place? 
then it won't matter what wall you put your ladder against because you just want to go up, right? But You're so driven. Yeah, and, which can be not a bad thing. Achieving. And determined, but I think that when people actually come to the realization that I'm on the wrong wall, that's when they realize, okay, I have to break this down and think what's the purpose of climbing this ladder. Maybe you even have to go down a few runs to readjust where your ladder is. And maybe some people are going through that right now during the Wuhan virus lockdown. Yeah. Maybe they're not able to achieve as much as they'd like because no one's buying what they're selling right yeah. now. Maybe some people have lost their job. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe some people aren't going to school right now and can't get that fulfillment from passing that test. Yeah, so a lot of and even feeling the glory of showing all their friends that they got an A because there's no one to tell right now you're at home. Yeah. Unless you're doing it online, right? Yeah. So maybe people are going through that angst right now, that existential angst of, man, I'm not I'm not doing that right now and I'm I'm wanting to do that and I need to go down like I like that. Go down a few rungs. Yeah. And, and reflect. I do think a lot of people because of this virus that's going around, their lives have, or their ladders have been kind of, they've had to stop climbing for a bit, maybe not completely, but they definitely do have more time to think because there's not as much, I would say, to do, and so they do definitely have to pause now, which many people don't like to do. People, a lot of people just want to get, get to where they're going, right? They don't like to stop and think, and so now this uh, virus is causing everyone to pause on their ladders and look around at where they're at and maybe even see which wall they're upon. Uh, if you were to think of Marty, okay, I yeah. want you to do a little bit of feedback. I'm, I'm asking you now for feedback. Okay. There's been times when I've told you I don't want your feedback. Okay. But now is the time for honest feedback in front of our podcast listeners. Would you say that Marty is a ladder climber, or would you say that Marty is more relaxed in his ladder climbing? I think that Marty has certain stages of his ladder climbing, like many other people, even myself, where there's some points where you're focused and you want to get up the ladder, and you want to get what's done done, or not what's done, you want to finish uh, the things that you focus on, but I also think there's a time where you do look around. But I think many people need more of that. Yourself, my, you and me included, where we just have to pause and look around. So I think you definitely are more of a determined ladder climber. But what would you say? Are you? Is your ladder on the right wall right now? Well, we can talk about that. We can talk about that, but thank you for that feedback. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to believe my ladder is leaning against the right wall. I want to believe that. I want to tell you about someone who climbed the ladder their whole lives quite successfully. And when they got to the end of the ladder at the top, they realized, despite their success, in air quotes, it was leaning up against the wrong wall. Maybe you've heard of a store called Walmart. I haven't. You've never heard of Walmart? I, I thought you said a story. I don't know if the listeners heard a story. Walmart. Walmart. Do you know Walmart? Store. Have yes. you ever been inside of a Walmart? I know the store called Walmart. Okay. So Walmart was founded by Sam Walton. Did you know that? No. One guy started that store. It started okay. really small and it grew and grew and grew into the largest retail store in the U.S. and perhaps even the largest retail 
chain when you include all of the global brands in the whole world. Mm -hmm. It's like the biggest store. It employs two million people worldwide. I think even today, when we're going through an economic downturn, the Walmart stock is either staying the same, growing, or if it dropped, it dropped only a little bit. Because people, during a crisis, continue to buy the products that Walmart distributes and sells. So for many decades, Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart, was one of the richest dudes in the whole world. He was honored with presidential medals, he was honored with awards and accolades, and he died in 1992. Even after his death, his business continued to grow, and Time Magazine named him one of the top 100 most influential people of the century. If Walmart was a country, it would be the 26th largest economy in the world. The amount of revenue that it produces is bigger than many countries, including Kenya. It's huge, okay? But despite all of this success, in air quotes, that he achieved, on his deathbed, Sam Walton declared, I blew it. In other words, my ladder was leaning up against the wrong wall. Why did he say that? He said that because as he got to the top of the top, and he looked around and he saw what his ladder was leaning up against, he recognized that he was very successful in business, extremely successful in business, but he had not been successful with his own family. He barely knew his youngest son, and he was even more estranged from his grandchildren. And his wife stayed with them out of duty, obligation, and commitment not because she was passionately, deeply, intimately in love with him. So Walton, who the world would say had, you know, the greatest success that anyone could have, and in many aspects, he was successful financially, if you measure it success that way, he was. Uh, Influence and impact on people's lives, successful. And yet he wasn't even known by his immediate family. And he realized, when he got to the end of his life, that he blew it. And this was on his deathbed. What do you think about that story? Well, the whole part about him realizing it once he was at the end is, I think we could look at that as, that once you get to the end of your ladder, no matter whether you want to or not, that forces you to look down and see um, what you've achieved and then also the things that you miss possibly on the way up. So I think um, you asked what are some things that cause you to do that? Like realize you're on the wrong wall? Well I think maybe death is one of them and in this time right now that's a big thing people are thinking about right now. So again it leads back to looking back at what your ladder is actually leaned upon. And so yeah go ahead. I was just gonna say I agree with you. Wow that's that's very insightful. Thank you. Yeah. How old are you again? Um, I actually like to keep my age anonymous. All right, we'll keep it anonymous. But that, yeah, <laughs> I think during this time, many people are hearing, smelling, seeing their own mortality. They're realizing they're not going to live forever, and this unknown 
enemy that is creeping amongst us has created this existential angst, this crisis in people's lives, and it's caused them to pause and go, wait a minute, wait a minute, maybe what wall I'm leaning up against is not secure. Maybe what wall I'm leaning up against is not everlasting, doesn't have anything beyond this world. Maybe I need to climb down my ladder, move it, and put it up against a new wall. And climbing down your ladder is not easy either. It's humbling, isn't it? It's humbling and it takes time. And I don't think you just immediately find a new wall to put your ladder on. You have to think about it because you don't want to get stuck climbing up the same wall or the same, putting your ladder against the same wall. So do you respect people who do that? Who are willing to admit, hey, I was climbing this ladder, I was achieving a little bit of success, but it's the wrong wall. I'm leaning up against the wrong wall. I'm going to come back down my ladder, move my ladder. Or do you look at those people and go, what a loser? Or do you respect them? I would say I respect them because I know it's not an easy thing to do. Like you said, it's like a lot of people have pride. So for someone to be able to do that, that shows that they have come to the realization. It's not, it's not just something they're doing for show. It's something that maybe doesn't make them look as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Honorable. Honorable, yeah. Noble. Like they're admitting to the fact. Like they haven't got their act all together, perfectly worked out. Yeah, they're admitting to the fact that they've started climbing up or lean their ladder against the wrong wall. So I definitely have a respect for those people. And then it also, I think, looking around and seeing other people make that change encourages me to stop and look where I'm at and see if I maybe need to do that as well. Uh, Marty, at one point in his life, had his ladder leaning up against the wrong wall. Did you know that? We can talk about that in, in a future podcast episode, but it did take a crisis in my own life, in my late teens, where I experienced existential angst, and I was given a book by Fast Eddie, Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis, and it irrevocably changed my life forever. So I got down my ladder, fell down my ladder, you could say, to the bottom with a crash and pick my ladder up and put it up against a new wall. And I want to say to the podcast listeners, if you today are sensing that your ladder is leaning up against the wrong wall, well, it's okay to get off that ladder, move the ladder and put it up against a new wall. That's okay. Mm -hmm. I think we, we both say we would give people fist bumps. A hurrah. A hurrah if they were willing to admit that first, and then number two, to take action and do something about it. And I think that we've been talking a lot about the wall, but I also think maybe over time your ladder could also get a little bit broken too. Because I think, or even you could realize where you need to repair that ladder. Because like you said, you had a crash, right? So that means maybe somewhere along there, the, the ladder was broken like the things you were doing were maybe not the best and they they were not something that you could uh, stand firm on and so when that fell you knew okay here's where I need to fix that so there's points in your life too where you see the things that you're not doing right maybe things that you shouldn't be doing and you have to look at those too and fix them so that 
when you start climbing that ladder again, you can get past those points rather than them being unstable. That's great. Well, I got three questions to help us determine if our ladder is leaning up against the right wall. Do you want to hear them? Yes. All right. And when I ask these questions, I'd also like to hear your responses to them. Okay. All right? Yeah. So the first question that I would ask to determine if your ladder is leaning up against the right wall is, would you continue to climb your ladder if your pay was cut in half? Meaning, would you continue to do what you're doing currently even if your pay for doing that was reduced in half? Can you give me an answer to that and then give me an example of an experience you've had where you said, yeah, even if they paid me double to do this right now, I would rather not do this for the rest of the year. Is there anything you can think of? Or is there anything you can think of where you said, even if they didn't pay me, I would be willing to do this? Yeah, that's a good question. So, what do you think that question gets at? I think that question gets at whether you're actually enjoying what you're doing or not. Like whether you're doing it because you love it or doing stripes here. And unfortunately, we were trying to do a new form of audio recording and it cut off earlier than we expected and we're only finding that out now once we're editing. So if you would like to know the last two questions that we ask and how we finish, just send in an email and we'll be willing to um, complete the podcast for you there. But hopefully you enjoyed this one and we're looking forward to seeing you in our next episode, episode 8. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.